Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to run and manage your marketing experiments. Neil, where do you start with your marketing experiments? I like using Trello. Trello is a simple, free product where everyone within the company, they just go and put their ideas. Then as a team, we just start selecting which ones we want to implement. You get them up within a day. If you can't get them up within a day or two, that means your experiments are too big. You should try to pick smaller ones and then you can start seeing the results. The reason you also want to do smaller experiments is you don't know if things are going to work or not. The last thing you want to do is spend six months doing something that you don't know will work, run it as an experiment. You just spent thousands, if not hundreds and thousands of dollars and wasted months worth of time doing something that's just taking you down the wrong way. Yeah. So in a similar vein, I mean, for us, we use we use Asana. Uh, Asana does allow you to make Kanban boards very similar to Trello where you can have, you know, yeah. to do, doing, done. What we found, we so we paid, God, we paid like four grand for for asana premium it's a lot of money but um what we found that it allows us to do is now we can add these kind of custom fields uh to each board and we can make templates as well right so if we're doing like you know ppc experiments or su experiments we can copy the same template and we can also set different priority levels like this is you know high big or this this task is on or it's off and we can put metrics in there too to kind of hold people accountable and it's made our um, not only our marketing experiment meetings go really well but our traction meetings our management meetings have gone a lot better too and then the, the, the other thing I'll add kind of that's a little similar to both Trello and Asana is we talked about this before growth hackers North Star so that's free for uh, up to- I, I don't think they're going to be around, around forever uh oh why is that they just aren't doing well Uh-oh. so I wouldn't use growth hackers or take a lot of time to onboard there okay then that means you should definitely use Trello and Asana because they're well funded <laughs> and they're doing well yeah um, in general when you're trying to do marketing experiments like Make sure you're spending your time and energy on things that you can done, get done fast. It's not so much more so, are you using Asana, are you using Trello, are you using Basecamp, or are you writing things down on a piece of paper or napkin? It's all about getting ideas from your team in different groups, sales, support, marketing, uh, design, product, management. Everyone has their own ideas. Start putting them in because everyone has a different perspective. And then as a team, you guys can start picking and choosing, start putting two or three people on each team and have them all run different experiments at the same time, assuming it's not affecting the same step in your funnel. And then from there, hopefully you can get data within a few days or a week on if it's working or if it's not, if it's not working, cut it. Everyone should talk about what they learned and why you shouldn't do it in the future. Or, you know, you can document that in a wiki. And then from then on, if you keep doing that every single week, 
you're going to be doing a ton of experiments. You'll look back on a, on a year and you'll be like, wow, we had a lot of things that failed. But, oh, these 10 things or seven things really changed our business. I think the number is only one in 12 experiments actually succeed. Was that 8.3%? Who, who came up with that number? I, I remember reading. I might have been on one of your Kissmetrics blogs. I don't know. If, in general, if one out of you know 12 or whatever the number is, is succeeding... That means whoever's running your experiments suck. <laughs> it's true. Like you should be gathering quantitative and qualitative data. So quantitative data is like looking at Google Analytics, going through the funnel, like seeing what's wrong, where your drop off is, and then now you know what pages to f- focus on. Qualitative data is like the feedback people give you. So surveying, talking to people, doing in-person interviews, because there's some things like people just don't buy from your site, but they won't tell you why unless you survey them or you talk to them. Getting both those data, quantitative and qualitative, combining them, this will then give you ideas of what issues people have, and that'll give you the rough areas within your business you should be running experiments. But if you're running so many experiments where only one out of 12 is succeeding, you suck at running experiments. I'm not trying to be rude. That just means that you're not looking at quantitative and qualitative data well enough and you're not looking at it in a large enough sample size, because once you have that and you're starting to see similar things, like everyone being like, yeah, I don't want to sign up because I don't know what the product's going to be like and I don't want to pay yet. That means you should do a free trial, not just any free trial, but a free trial that does not require them to put a credit card up front, right? That's taking the data and you don't just say, all right, this is a solution, we're rolling it out. You're running an A-B test to see if that change impacts your bottom line in a positive way. But if you're not seeing good results with your testing and you keep running them and you keep failing them, it either means you're not using quantitative and qualitative data, which I talked about, or two, if you've been running experiments for a long time, that means you've tapped out of all the easy stuff that you could be running. And this is when you need to be doing drastic, crazy experiments like flipping around the funnel or doing something that shocks people like going freemium or whatever it may be to really try and move the needle. So it's like after a while, you're going to run out of simple things to do. You need to go after like crazy big things to see if you can really improve your results. Yeah, and actually going back to Nordstar, I'm going to pull the attributes I actually like from it so you can actually use them. They do have the the ICE framework. It's not something that they developed, but ICE means impact, confidence, and ease. You rate those three, one through 10, you score them each. So Neil might have an idea. He thinks it's going to be a 10, but the ease, maybe it's not that easy to implement. Maybe it's a one, and then maybe the other one's a 10. So you take the 21 divided by three, you get a seven, right? Then basically you're able to score your experiments. And it's also really important. I recommend kind of separately reading a book from Peter Drucker, which is a, a management guru or was a management guru. He wrote a book called Managing Oneself. And then that whole concept, one of the main concepts I pulled from that book, look, it's only 45 pages or so, but it teaches you to run feedback analysis, which means you are constantly evaluating yourself. You're evaluating all the big experiments that you've ran and you're not even just marketing, but in your life. And you see how you do over time. And over like a two year period, you can see how good you are at making predictions. So I had this little, this uh, sheet in Google docs where I'm tracking all my feedback analysis in the last two years or so. My hit rate's about 70, 80% or so, at least on big experiments, probably on all the other stuff I suck at. But my point is you can take this concept and you can apply it to marketing, have a feedback analysis tool so you can see how good your team actually is, who is actually good at what, and then you can make you use that qualitative data to move forward. So you got the ICE framework, you do feedback analysis. The other thing is, you know, if you're not gonna use the ICE framework, have at least some kind of scorecard where you can score the different ideas that you're coming up with. Because if you're not being scientific about 
you know, coming up with different hypotheses. I think, you know, because we saw this, this is going to do this, and you're not constantly reevaluating, you're just going to fly off the rails and you're going to start going off gut feeling all the time. And what I can tell you is when I was at Treehouse, when I met with one of our main investors, who was the VP of growth at Facebook, Shamath Palihapitiya, what he said was, look, you know, all these people got this gut feeling, all these gut feeling, you know, all those people are effing idiots. So not saying don't have gut feeling, but look, use qualitative and quantitative data to help you make decisions around your future gut feelings. That way you're going to make better decisions. Cool. I have nothing else to add for mine. All right. So that's it for today. Go to singlegrain.com slash giveaway to get marketing goodies to grow your business. And we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.